morning, saints. Morning. Morning, sinners. Trying to get it just right there. All right. This morning, we are going to be reading from John's Gospel, John chapter 1. Uh, We're going to be looking at verses uh, 35 to 42. If you have your Bible, turn to that. John chapter 1, uh, 35 to 42. Um, Last week, we looked at Jesus' baptism. And in John's gospel, the baptism story happens as well. And now we're picking up right after Jesus' baptism uh, at the very uh, onset of Jesus' ministry. Listen to the word of the Lord from John chapter 1, verses 35 to 42. Now, the next day, John the Baptist again was standing with two of his disciples. And as he watched Jesus walk by, he exclaimed, Look, here is the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. And when Jesus turned and saw them following, he said to them, What are you looking for? And they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, Where are you staying? He said to them, come and see. And they came and they saw where Jesus was staying. And they remained with him that day. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. And one of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his brother Simon and said to Simon, we have found the Messiah, that is, the anointed one. And he brought Simon to Jesus, who looked at him and said, you are Simon, son of John. You are to be called Cephas, which is translated Peter, the rock. My friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God indeed. This past week I was driving past a mom and pop Ace Hardware store in uh, in a small town and I felt this irresistible urge to stop and go in. There's just something about a small town hardware store that just allures me. And from what I've talked to a bunch of other guys, there's something about hardware stores that just pull us right into the store. Um, I mean, where else can you go to find toilet seats, case knives, toilet cleanser, grill screws, and dinnerware, all in one place? It's, it's just a magical place. It's like an adult Toys R Us, the hardware store. Well, the place was hopping, and it was filled with people and merchandise stacked from floor to ceiling in a space that was half the size it should have been. And it did not take me long, because you you're bumping into everything and everybody, to find a little gadget and gizmo to play with. And, and I was arrested by this, and I picked it up. I don't know what it was. I still don't know what it was. But I, I just, it reminded me of why I like old hardware stores. You know, there's a little gadget. I'm going to pick it up and play with it, try to figure out what it is. It was wonderful. And, and I put the gizmo down. And I walked around the corner when, boom, I was abruptly confronted by a guy covered in tattoos wearing a red vest. 
Now, unlike the 8 o'clock service where someone said, you mean you ran into somebody with tattoos and a red dress? I said, no, a red vest. He worked for Ace Hardware. He says, are you finding everything you're looking for? And I smiled and I stammered out, yeah, really? I'm really not sure what I'm here looking for. I'm just kind of wandering around, um, just browsing and killing time. He kind of grunted and he walked beyond me and ran into another guy. And he said, oh, can I help you find what you're looking for? And his reply was very similar to mine. He said, well, I'm just looking around. I'll, I'll know it when I see it. What are you looking for? It's one thing to be asked that in a neighborhood Ace Hardware. It's totally another when that question is asked by Jesus. What are you looking for? We are in the season of what's called Epiphany, in case you were wondering. It's the season that immediately follows Christmas time that focuses on the gradual revelation of who Jesus is to the rest of the world. Now, Mary, Joseph, uh, the shepherds, the magi, they all had this inside track when Jesus was born. They had an idea. They were told by Gabriel who this baby was. But now Jesus is, is grown up. He's a man. And the season of epiphany for the church is this time where we pause and we look at Jesus, remembering his birth, and we look at Jesus as he enters adulthood and begins his ministry as the anointed one, the Messiah. Through Jesus' words, his actions, and how he relates to people and social structures, the people are beginning to see who Jesus is, what he is about. An epiphany is when a person or a social system has the scales fall from their eyes and they have an aha moment. Have you ever had one of those aha moments? If you're a parent, you learn the aha moments. There's a difference in changing a diaper between a boy and a girl. I'll just leave it at that because there is an aha moment there. (laughs) The season of epiphany is this aha, I get it now moment. And it's it's the ancient church's way of having us contemplate in the season of epiphany for ourselves who this Jesus is in our life and in the life of this church, in the life of the construction site that you work or the classroom you teach. Who is this Jesus? Beloved, what are you looking for? It's a rather arresting question, isn't it? Jesus' very first words to Andrew and his unnamed companion, who many believe was John the Evangelist, the one who wrote the Gospel of John, um, it's it's a rather abrupt question. Jesus is walking along, Andrew's coming up behind him with this other this other person, and 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 Jesus he does not say peace with you. Jesus does not say, hey, I'm Jesus and you are. Jesus does not say, hey, how are you doing today, guys? No, the first words out of Jesus's mouth are abrupt. 
What are you looking for? And what hits me about this question is that it asks about the what and not about the who. In other words, Jesus asks them, what are you looking for, as opposed to who are you looking for? Jesus realizes that the what question presupposes the who question. It's only when we can identify what we are looking for that we will know if we have found it or not. Until that time, a spiritual epiphany, a spiritual aha, won't occur. It's like me in the hardware store, fondling this little gadget and gizmo, not having a clue as to what it was. Perhaps if I walked in looking for that gadget and gizmo and I knew that I needed this particular gadget and gizmo, I would have spent money on getting it. Had I known what I was looking for before I'd gone into the store, I would have seen that gadget and I said, aha, this is it. My life is changed forever. This is what I'm looking for. It's perfect. What are you looking for? Sadly, I've witnessed this same understanding of not sure what I'm looking for in the church over the last 30 years. People wander in and out of churches looking for something, but they're not exactly sure what. And that's not a bad thing. I'm looking for good worship. Some say, well, what determines good for you? Is it a choir or is it a worship band? Is it robes or when the preacher wears slacks? Is it good preaching or the use of fancy electronics that communicates the gospel? You see, it's all rather subjective, isn't it? Well, I'm looking for a good children and youth program. That's great. What does that mean for you? Convenient times for you to drop off your kids, and, or is it the number of kids in the classroom or small group that matters? Is it that these other kids look like my kids and act like my kids and their parents look and act like me? What, what determines that? You see, we Americans have approached church and our spirituality in Christ with this Western capitalistic tendency of what's in it for me. We want to be entertained. We want the sermons to match with my already held worldview. We want comfortable seating and an aesthetic that is pleasing you see, we boomers have instigated a nation of spiritual shoppers, hoppers, and floppers. Shoppers are those who are searching for that place that will make them feel comfortable. Because that's what Jesus did. He made people feel comfortable. Hoppers are those people who go from one church to another church and flit about from one to another without putting down any roots. Because, you know, if we put down roots, that means... I'm going to be committed to this community. Ooh. 
And floppers are those who take up pew space but make no commitment in ministry or the community at all, in the fellowship, or giving back to the church. They want to become consumers of the church's resources in order to get what they want to fulfill their needs. So, Andrew, what are you looking for? Jesus begins with this very abrupt question because he knows that what Andrew was looking for will determine the motive of his searching and who he will find. Jesus could have easily asked him, are you a spiritual shopper, hopper, or flopper, Andrew? Are you a zealot? You're a Pharisee? You're a Sadducee? You're just a good Jew? What are you, Andrew? You see, how Andrew responds will determine the epiphany that he has. What Andrew is looking for will determine the epiphany he will eventually have. Beloved, what are you looking for? Seriously, think about that for a moment. In your spiritual life, what are you looking for? Why do you follow Jesus? Jesus wants to know. Now, did you notice Andrew's response to Jesus' question? At first blush, it seems as as quizzical uh, an answer to Jesus' question as Jesus' question was to him. What are you looking for? So what is Andrew? uh, What are you looking for, Jesus asked. And what does Andrew reply? Where are you staying? Think about that. Jesus, the Lamb of God, what are you looking for? And the best you can come up with is where you stand. Andrew could have said, well, what's the meaning of life? Andrew could have asked, what must I do to be saved? Andrew could have asked Jesus, will you do such and such for me? Instead, Andrew asks Where are you staying? Where are you dwelling? Where are you living? And Jesus says what? Come and see. Why would he ask Jesus such a non sequitur, such a question off the wall? You see, because Andrew has heard that the Baptists say this person is the Lamb of God, and the best way to find out for himself is to go see and spend time with this Lamb of God guy to see if he's bona fide. It's only after getting to know who Jesus is that Andrew realized what he was really looking for. It was only after he realized who Jesus is that Andrew began searching for the meaning of what it was to be a follower of God. Jesus asked that question of Andrew because he wanted Andrew to really think about life. 
He wanted Andrew to go deeper about more than just, do you like the worship service? Is it entertaining? Or do you like the youth groups or high school groups or small groups or Bible studies or Wednesday night fellowships? Jesus doesn't care. He wants to know, Andrew, what are you looking for? Jesus is saying, Andrew, I don't need shoppers, hoppers, or floppers. I need disciples who will go with me and have a life that shows people who God is and how God loves and what God is doing in the world. Andrew, I need people who were searching not for a political or a social figure, but I want people who are anxious to find meaning and purpose in this life and in the life to come. Andrew, I need people who want to invest time in getting to know me and my subtleties and the way I love you so that you in turn will learn what the law of God is about and start loving other people the same way. And Andrew responds... By going and seeing and spending time with Jesus on Jesus' own terms. What are you looking for, beloved, in your spiritual life? Really? This morning's, this morning of epiphany, of the aha season is a way that Jesus is asking you and me to put down any preconceived notion on who he is or what we have made him to be. Politically, socially, put it down. What are we looking for? Today, Jesus is asking you and me to simply come and see where he is dwelling, see where he is spending time with him, so we can spend time with him. Andrew could have ignored Jesus' call to come and see where he was going. He could have just listened to other people's comments about what Jesus was doing later on down the road. But Andrew chose a different path. He chose to get up, follow Jesus, See where Jesus lived and dwelled, began to know what Jesus was about. And in that process, Andrew discovered what he was looking for. What are you looking for, my beloved? Is it time for you and me to Simply go and dwell with Jesus a while with thoughtful scripture reading, with thoughtful times and intentional time of prayer. Not the kind of prayer you say as you run through a red light and say, thank God, that doesn't count. Thoughtful, intentional prayer. Is it time for you and me to simply go and see where Jesus is as we serve 
with Christian acts of service, of compassion for others, or make a commitment to a community called church. What are you looking for? Because what you and I look for determines who we will find. Pray with me. Spirit of God, we come this morning and just ask for you to reveal yourself to us. Lord, plumb the depths of our heart with your Holy Spirit and um, help us understand what it is we're looking for in this life. Is it monetary gain? Is it a nice house, a nice place to live, a nice car, a good-looking spouse or partner? Lord, what is it that we are looking for? And help us to come and just sit and dwell with Jesus. That we can get to know him. And see him as the Lamb of God. In Christ's name, amen.